Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Friday, April 14, 2023. It's 11.01 a.m. from the Pacific Northwest, Northwest coast of Oregon, the great state of Oregon. Uh, welcome to Elijah's Dreams. I'm your host, Steve Schultz, along with my wife, Doreen. We fought, we, we started this whole thing off 26 years ago this month, and we're bringing the voice of the prophets um, nearly every day, five days a week. We were just talking offline that when, during this, when this whole thing went south with the stolen election, we were doing seven days a week for several weeks, almost, almost exclusively. We just kept going. I'd ask one of the engineers, in this case, my brother, I'd keep saying, can you work on Saturday? Can you work on Sunday? And then we do, it'd just be him and me, he'd engineer it from Bend, Oregon, and I'm sitting here near Salem, Oregon, and we would just do the next show and bring on the next guest. So uh, amazing times. Um, many of you who, who who remember those times, we started with having Cat Kerr every single day. We started 10 days before, and then I think we kept going. I don't remember uh, but we went every day for two or three weeks with Kat. And then we started bringing Johnny in, and we kept adding someone, and that's how we got to where we are today. So quick uh, rundown memory lane. Anyway, we're going to bring in Prophet Barry Wedge from Canada here in just a short minute. But before we do that, let's run a quick spot to remind you of the great work you're doing in, in sowing into these wells in Uganda. So here we go. Her day starts around 7 a.m. After getting dressed, she washes her face using whatever water she has left over from the night before. The rest of her morning is filled with chores. She sweeps, works in the garden, and weaves mats. Her favorite thing to do in the morning is make a hot cup of tea. One of the highlights of her day is seeing her neighbors and friends that pass by. It can get lonely being by yourself. Jaja Goretti is fortunate to have a water source in her village because of Elijah's streams. Her friends and neighbors help her collect water so she can enjoy her cup of tea and care for herself. But that's not the case for everyone. Not everyone has access to a clean water source in their village. Not everyone has someone to help them. But you could be that someone. By donating towards the drilling of clean water wells in Uganda, you are helping thousands of people. You are giving them safe, clean drinking water. And many of you have heard that every three days we dig a new, fresh water well that changes lives. Every three days, there's a fresh water well where people will come and see the dedication of that well and give their heart to the Lord. So when you sow, you're not only bringing a cup of cold water, as Jesus talked about, and, and for, for even a cup of cold water, you would not lose your reward. But beyond that, many people will be in the in heaven that they will come to you and say, I know you are one that donated to the water, and that's why I got saved. That's why I'm here. So we appreciate that very much. A quick reminder that Robin Bullock will be with us on Monday instead of Johnny, and Johnny will be with us this week on Tuesday because he couldn't make the Monday slot. So it's going to be a really... Uh, amazing, fast and furious beginning of the week. So, all right. Well, thank you again for your donation. We appreciate that very much. Time to bring in Barry Wunsch. So here we go. Barry, how are you doing today? Hi, Steve. Good morning. Yeah, I, I'm doing okay. Oh, uh, excuse me. I didn't mean to, I was going to start to say I uh, I see your maple leaf and American flag. You see bits of both of them. I would have a, a tie that has that on, and I couldn't find it today. It's hiding behind something. So I was going to wear that to show solidarity with a, our sisters and brothers to the north. And uh, but uh, we appreciate you doing the same thing. So we're all in this fight together. So, uh, well, you know what, Barry? We got a lot in their plate, and there's some uh, dicey stuff to go over. So, you, God's giving you some stuff. I don't mean dicey in a bad way, but it's a revelatory way that you go. You kind of want to go. Pfft. 
wow, that's intense. So <laughs> uh, without further delay, I know you like to pray to get going. So we'll, uh, let me just turn the show over to you and have you begin to share what God's sh showing you. Okay, Steve. Well, thank you. And, and, and you know, so great to be here again. I, I was in tears this morning, Steve, you know, as a, just as I was reflecting on the supernatural love and connection that the father has brought between Canada and, and our American yeah. family, you guys. And, uh, and I'm just so thankful that, that he's knitting our hearts together, you know, as brothers in arms right yeah. now, that, you know, we've got a common enemy and we've got a common commander in chief. And, uh, and Steve, I just, you know, I, I look at, you know, what you're doing and, and how you've, you know, been, you know, stewarding what God has given you. And I was reminded of, uh, you know, uh, a deal that, you know, you can have the best of seed and you can have the best of soil, but that doesn't guarantee fruit on the tree. You know, you can, you can have the best orange seed out of, out of Florida and bring it into Northern Alberta into the oh, best. Yeah. And, but without the right environment, you know, that seed's not going to be able to grow. And, and Steve, I just want to honor you as you've been stewarding what God has given you for the body of Christ. Thank you. Bringing in, and I mean, you are creating an environment for good seed and good soil and for things to grow. And so I, I just bless you. And Well, thank you. I receive that. I mean, I don't take that lightly either. I When, I, when you say things like that, you've kind of done that in the past. And I'm doing, I mean, it's kind of hard to know what to say, but I, but I know you mean it from your heart, and I feel it from your heart. So I, I'm just, thank you as an understatement, uh, but I receive it. Thank you. Yeah, so so last night, uh, you know, I was sleeping, and I'll just share a little bit of hope here before I pray. But last night, uh, you know, you ever, you know, that place between a dream, you know, falling asleep, and yeah. you know, you're just kind of in that zone. And uh, I had a little bit of worship going on, and uh, Steve, the fear of the Lord came on me last night. His presence filled the room, and, and honestly, the fear of the Lord came on me, and I, you know, I was afraid to. You know, just the weight of what we're in right now and the weight of what we're carrying and, and what we're bringing forth. You know, I tell we do not take this lightly. And, you know, the, the battle, you know, I'm not going to lie. The battle is fierce and it comes at a high cost for all of us, you know, that are running right now. But, you know what, I would rather, you know, as we posture with him, walk in his obedience, in obedience to what he's calling us to do. You know, we are in a time of war, so to speak. And... Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's very, uh, you know, what I've got to bring today, you know, to go into these places when he takes you in, you know, we do not take them lightly. So I just pray, Father, you'd come, Lord, you'd breathe upon everything that, that is of you today. Lord, I pray that your word would go forth and it would accomplish what you've set it forth to do. Father, I pray for each heart and each one that's watching, Lord, that you'd come and you would just fall afresh on them, Lord, with a fresh baptism of your love today. Lord, I pray that you would just, uh, this time, Lord, would be, to be dedicated to you, Lord, that we would go to the places that you would have us to go. And, Lord, if there's something that, that we're missing, Lord, I pray you'd light it up. Father, I thank you, Father, for, for the Elijah's I thank you for the nations. I thank you for, for the faithful remnant, Lord, that are pressing into you day and night. And, Lord, I pray, Father, your blessing be upon them. And this time, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So... So, Steve, the, uh, you know, this this first word, uh, you know, came April 1st. And, you know, it, it was kind of interesting. You know, we were gathering around with some friends around our kitchen table. And we were discussing some of the things going on and sharing hearts back and forth. And we, we just can't leave it. You know, we can talk about it, but let's pray. And so, you know, we started to pray around that kitchen table. And uh, I was taken into a into a field in the spirit, like a, like a vision. And uh, I saw all of these foxes running around with their tails on fire. Mm. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. You know, they, they were running around and lighting up their own crops, you know, as they were, you know, their tails were on fire. And so anyway, that was, it was pretty, you know, I, I, it was good. Wow. And then, uh, and then, so, you know, a few days later, the Lord drops this word on me and he says, Barry, tell my people that the Holy Spirit fire has been released upon the enemy's camp 
and that the foxes are running around with their tails on fire. And victory is assured. So watch as they run about and watch as they run through their own fields that they've that they have planted and watch them burn. The harder they run, the faster it'll be turned to ashes. What has been what has begun cannot be stopped. For I'm burning away every lie, every deception in this hour. Many have come forward, and many more are to come. And they will come forward with evidence in hand. Wow. My holy fire has been released upon every institution in the land. The DOJ, the CIA, and the FBI. The House and the Congress will never be the same by the time this is done. There is uh, there is much more to be revealed. Watch the foxes run with their tails on fire. Ron DeSantis, you are on a slippery slope. The deals you've made in the back room are about to come to light. The covenants that you've made, the allegiances that you've entered shall be your downfall. <clears throat> the leaks around you are being released <clears throat> and it'll be hard for you to deny. Ron DeSantis, consider your ways. Once again, count the cost. Is this how you want to be remembered? There are shoes that are too big for you to fill. Hey! For I have called another to this place. Wow. Now I got to stop here. And I actually told you ahead of time that I was going to stop here and ask you a question. Um, I told Julie that I was going to ask this. And she got word to you and says, Steve wants to ask you this on the air. Yeah. Uh, so you actually know what the question is coming. And my question is, you just gave a very revealing word about Ron DeSantis. Do you have any natural knowledge of anything that's going on? Did you see something? Have you heard stories? Is anyone that entered into this word? Steve, nothing, nothing. I don't, I don't know anything. I know, I know when the word came, like often for me, it comes in a flow. <clears throat> and, uh, and so I'm just basically taking dictation. And uh, Lord, yeah. Now, uh, you the, just before you mentioned Ron DeSantis, the very last line, and I just underlined it says, Watch the foxes run with their tails on fire. The next word was Ron DeSantis. I'm oh. seeing a connection between that tails on fire running through their burning down their own field. So, oh. I'm going to ask you because if I've stopped, I really feel like we're supposed to pause in this to yeah. take it in. Would you read that starting that whole section with starting with Ron DeSantis where he ends up? The last line is this where I've called another to this place, which is a word to Ron DeSantis. Okay, would you read that section one more time? So, Ron DeSantis, you are on a slippery slope. <laughs> the deals you've made in the back room are about to come to light. The covenants that you have made, the allegiances you have entered, shall be your downfall. Wow. The leaks around you are being released, and it will be hard for you to deny. Ron DeSantis, consider your ways. Once again, count the cost. Is this how you want to be remembered? There are shoes that are too big for you to fill, for I have called another to this place. Wow. wow. Uh, One other question on that, Barry. When this word came, did you speak it out and someone took dictation or did you write it out when you were alone and now and then you read it? How, does, how did that come? Normally what I do, Steve, is when this stuff comes, if, if it's, you know, through the night, I'll, I'll put it, I'll do it on my phone or I'll come okay. up, I'll fire up the laptop and and put it in the laptop right away. Okay. Yeah, that's how I usually do. All okay. My... Yeah. Sounds good. All right. The next one starts with the word Donald J. Trump. So that I'm interested to see what we're, where we go. So I'll back up here. Oh, yeah. 
There, there are shoes that are too big for you to fill, for I have called another to this place. Donald J. Trump is his name. Wow. <clears throat> for he has committed his way unto me. He's asked for my wisdom, guidance, and protection, and it has been granted. For they can try as they may to take him out, but it shall not happen because my hand is upon him. I have called him to stand and fight for the children. I have called him to stand and to fight for you. I have called him to stand and fight for the nations. For others have tried and have been taken out. But Donald J. Trump, you are a weapon in my hand. Oh, and together we will strike down the enemy. It is time for the Epstein files to be released. Oh, this, there is not only a list, but there is much more to be seen. And it is time for the truth to come out. It is time for justice for my little lambs. So watch as the nations shake as I expose these evil foundations for which they have built. Watch as I bring them to justice, for I'm cutting off every resource that they have had in the past, and their war chest is being overturned. Watch as they start to turn on one another. Yeah. It will soon be every man, woman for themselves. So America the Great, watch as the linchpin is about to be pulled. There are things coming apart before they can come together. America, the home of the brave, the land of the free, you are not going to be restored unto what you once were. You're going to be made new. America the Great, your day of celebration and victory is upon you. And you're about to see and taste of of my goodness in this land. For I'm lighting revival fires across this nation. The reformation you've cried out for is being released. And it is time to lay aside every hindrance and come and behold me. And I will behold you, my beloved. And I will heal and I will deliver and I will make you new. I will embrace you with a love you have resisted. I have come that you would have life and life abundant. So walk with me into this new day as we establish my kingdom upon the land. And holy is the word of the Lord. Wow. You know, I I circled a couple of places as we went down here, you know, about that um, God said, I'm cutting off every resource they that, that now you didn't use the word deep state, but you're talking about the evil foundations is the word those evil doers, as the Bible calls them, cutting off every resource that they have had in the past. Their war chest is being overturned. It will soon be every man for himself, which is, which again is sort of like, and then you said they're going to turn on one another right there. The, it's yeah. that's another picture of the foxes running through the field, burning their own fields down. Every yeah. man for themselves. They're all being exposed. They're all trying to protect their own skin. Yes, that's fascinating. I, you know, that's such good news to us who've been praying and watching. You know, it's horrible, horrifying news for them. But so be it. You know, yeah. they've had the chance to repent and they've chosen not to. The other thing I was going to say is. We love that you know, Donald Trump still uses "Make America Great Again" (MAGA). You know, "Make America Great Again," and yet God's kind of even trumping Trump's saying because he's saying, "You're, you are not the land of the free, America. You are not going to be restored unto what you once were. You are going to be made new." So it's a he's trumping Trump's Trump. <laughs> it's bigger and better than ever. It's not like. Make it matter great again. It's like make matter America greater for the first time ever. I think is maybe a way to say that. Any thoughts? 
Yes. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Oh. Good Thank stuff. So, uh, so Steve, then, uh, you know, we went to a gathering here in uh, Woodstock, Ontario. Uh, I guess it was last week. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure that I was going to go. I mean, I wanted to, and I kind of felt the pull to. And uh, it was basically, you know, prayer and intercession, uh, Davidic worship, and, uh, you know, Passover and Good Friday. You know, it was National Communion. <laughs> that we did together and uh anyway i wanted to go i I didn't know if i could or not now you know my wife her health was pretty low Mm. well you know i hate traveling without her uh but you know i asked lord if if you'd have have us go i asked for confirmation so anyway uh we're out at an event we're out of town and we're going for lunch and this dear precious uh friend of ours uh comes up to me you know, walking across the parking lot. And she says, Barry, I had a dream about you last night. And the Lord let, he took me into your daytime or into your calendar. Mm-hmm. And I saw two dates there that you're supposed to, there's something important you need to be at. And right away, I knew, you know, I knew what we were supposed to do. And so I thought, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll go. And uh, so, you know, we ended up, uh, you know, registering. And, and in fact, uh, I registered and we had a gift come in unsolicited just by by holy spirit exactly to cover the trip wow or i mean that's just another confirmation yeah so anyway uh we went and uh honestly you know the night before i was to leave all night long you know i'm having a kind of a rough night and the lord is kind of knocking on my door Mm. I, i hear this saying over and over roland buck Angels on Assignment. Oh, that's who who wrote that book, The Angels on Assignment, Roland Buck. And so he had had some experiences with the angelic realm that would make most of us jealous by the engagement that he had, you know, with the angelic. Oh, holy. So I'm laying there in bed, and so, okay, Lord, I just, I start to pray for these angels, you know, to be dispatched for for the assignment and what we're going to do, and and honestly, the, the Holy Spirit, the presence came so strong in my room, it practically threw me out of bed. So anyway, we go in, fly into Woodstock, and the first two nights there were very turbulent and unsettled in the spirit. And so, you know, often when you go into another jurisdiction, you know, the principalities are different. There's different dynamics going on in the in the spiritual realm that you can come into and bump up against. So there's this unsettledness and it was actually pretty rough, but I knew, you know, there was a a carrying of an intercessory deal for the assignment that he had. So we go into the meetings and the meetings were great. You know, I mean, Davidic worship and, you know, and Davidic worship, what I, what I say by that is it's not the top 10 Christian songs. It's almost like a psalmist, you know, catching the wind of the spirit and singing a new song and an intercessory harp and bowl that happens between the body as, as you go into this place. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, you know, where we're you know enjoying these meetings. One morning I have this dream where I was taken into Woodstock, into the community where we were gathered, and I knew that there were some very dark very long-rooted evils that were there. And it was time that they were to be displaced, not only for the Woodstock region, but for the nation of Canada. So in this dream, I'm taken to a, an old building and it was very well built, you know, it was you know, still in, in very good shape. And, uh, you know, it had a long history and what was interesting is I show up at this building and it's surrounded by angels. <clears throat> and these angels had gone in before I got there and they had dug out and they had excavated that old building foundation. 
for me to have a look at. And so I get there, and these angels, you know, they've got this thing all uncovered and open. And so uh, I jump in the hole. I jump in the trench of this building. All these angels are standing, you know, looking at me. And, I, you know, I'm walking around, and in the front right-hand corner of this building, there was a, a carved uh, cornerstone that sat on a footing. And, and this cornerstone had carved upon it uh, the Masonic symbol, huh? you know, which, you know, I'm, I'm sure you know what it is. Yeah. And so I woke up and I thought, Lord, you know, what's that about? You know, what, what do we do with this? And uh, so I thought, well, I'll just sit on it and we'll see, you know, the Lord will lead. So we go to the meeting, you know, and I, you know, you got people coming and, you know, hugging and kissing and, you know, nice to meet you and love you on Elijah streams. We watch you all the time, you know, the, the typical and this dear precious saint, she came up to me and she said, I've got something really short. It won't take long, but you need to know. She said, Woodstock, Ontario is the head office for the Masonic in Canada. Really? And their building is only a couple blocks from here. And, and that there are even tunnels from it to other buildings in the community and at least one church. So I'm going, okay. So, you know, we're kind of, you know, the meeting is starting and I've got, you know, a few others that actually come up to me and say, you know, do you know that, and they're, they're bringing the same story to me that, you know, they come into town, they see this Masonic thing over the region. So, okay, uh, that's kind of interesting. So during worship that day, you know, I'm in worship and the Holy Spirit takes me into the spirit again and he takes me up high over this building and up higher yet and i see these trunk lines of oh. connections and communication that are like a spider web that go across the nation of canada out of this out of this hub mm. and these connections and lines they went to banks they went to businesses they went to government buildings they went to courts, they went to schools, and even many churches were connected with this deal. So I'm going, wow, okay, this is, this is, you know, showing us a little more. So during worship, I mean, the presence of the Lord was so strong. I mean, I, honestly, I, I could hardly stand up. Mm. And uh, I had a call I had to return from one of our dear apostolic brothers from the West Coast. You know, he's tied in with Team Canada, Team America, you know, in some of the higher relationships we've got. So I walk out on, on the main street in front of this church. I'm on the phone, you know, talking to him. And I look up over me and flying at that exact moment were five eagles uh, flying over this river church. It's called the river and so as these five eagles are flying over at that exact moment, there's this ambulance coming by. Woo, 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 woo. Had all this sirens and lights on. So they kind of had a convergence at that moment at the river. And uh, I go, oh, Lord. I mean, mm. there, there's a call into the church right now for a healing revival for the wounded that are going to be coming into the kingdom. And uh, so I finished my phone call. I went back into worship. Anyway, as time went on, you know, the intercession, you know, carried on. And there was a thread within some of the words and some of the things that were in that meeting that all had kind of a foundational tone to them and thread. So at one point, Holy Spirit just set it up. And I got up and I was able to release this word. And we had the authority in the room as ecclesia in Canada, we have five-fold leadership. The apostolic, the prophets, the pastors, the teachers, the evangelists. We were all in the room. And we were able to come in as one place in unity. We had hundreds of intercessors. And so we were able to step into that moment. And by the grace of God, we were able to make some decrees, some declarations, and intercession to cut off <laughs> these ties of this 
Masonic rule within our nation and really? the influence that they have. And so, you know, by the time I, I was done, I mean, I was soaking wet. The fire of God, you know, came on me. I went and sat down in the front row, and it was just within moments that I had someone come, and they brought a testimony that had been in that community for their whole lives, and they could verify, validate oh, that which had been done, like, right there. And so we go, okay, Lord, we're on to something. Well, and and um, I think this is the end of that section, so let me ask you, uh, so... Someone might listen to it and say, okay, so you had a kind of prophetic encounter and some good things, so you prayed some good things. Uh, that was good. But this was far and away above having a couple coincidental uh, moments in time and praying a couple of nice things. Yeah. This was a divine appointment. And you tell me if I'm saying it right or wrong, yeah. set by heaven to take care of business as it related to the, those um, those do, practicing occult-like practices in that nation that's right steve okay that's absolutely right and uh and i believe that we're entering into a time where god is going to and he is bringing exposure to some of these groups and he's bringing a uh <laughs> he's dealing with some of the most vile abuses and and practices occultic practices and the shedding of blood you know that they operate in uh on the dark side of things to get things done and operate in the power in which they do and for us to gather together i know that you know woodstock together there i know i know i know that for canada that that was a very uh strategic prayer strike as a nation and the other thing is we had different leaders talking about ley lines which you yeah. know they're kind of yeah, the enemy he sets up between certain you know, some of their high places, he sets up these connections in the spirit that, you know, some of them are national, some of them actually are, inter <clears throat> pardon me, some of them are actually international. You know, they don't respect our political boundaries. And so I know that even as we dealt with things here in Canada, that there will be an effect <clears throat> in the correlation between Canada and the United States and, mm -hmm. and groups. So, mm -hmm. so Lord, mm -hmm. have your yeah, you know that whole ley line. I've not been a, I haven't studied it, but I've heard of it for years and years. And it's kind of like this is metaphorical, but even those tunnels, some of the tunnels that are under there, they're almost representative. They go from one place to another to affect judges, yes, pastors, yeah. whatever. And but ley lines are are more like a invisible line straight from here to another place, above technically above the ground. I guess you could say, because or through the ground, where where evil tends to be done through these ley lines. I don't know how else would you describe it. What is what is so, what can someone do if there's a ley line for the enemy to use? How well, would you I, I, I think as they come into you know those agreements from area to area, and as they have their assignments, that there is a spiritual uh, energy power demonically. Yeah that happens and even with principalities <laughs> and powers yeah. and rule over nations. And, uh, and so, you know, bless the Lord as, as, a, as the ecclesia and the authority in which he's given us to rule in governance over the land to deal with these things. We're actually the ones with the Lord that they're given the authority as the church to deal with it. And uh, so, you know, and a lot of places are afraid. They don't understand. Even how, and I mean, had it not been the Lord to go in on us an assignment like this, I mean, we would. I mean, it's it's got to be the Lord too. Yeah, you couldn't have uh, you couldn't have pre-planned to do this thing if you had too much knowledge. Besides that, you would have known what to do, or yeah. you'd have gotten in the flesh and tried to do this and could decree that in a way and you wonder if you ever hit it but when you get it by the spirit yeah you go by the spirit you get revelation by the spirit you decree by the spirit yeah. um, it's like more like slicing through butter now right it's kind of like things are more they just get done yeah that's right and and you know uh, it's it's interesting like there there are probably 
you know, there's a healing that's got to come there. There's so many wounded, uh, you know, victims that have come out of this or been influenced and affected by it through uh, sex, you know, the satanic ritual abuse and, you know, some of the things that come along with this, that God's got to raise up a people. This is where the eagles and the ambulance come in, is it's going to take a very uh, gifted group of people, men and women, that know the Lord and, and have that intimacy and have the authority that can help walk in a love to see those restored that have been been victimized yeah. through this this deal. And so so that's happening. Okay. Wow. Well now your next section, you got an April eleventh, so that not that many days ago, three days ago. Yeah. And I'm gonna I just want to say something. There's quite a bit here, but every time we hear Taiwan and we have prophetic there's a different angle and patriots are saying this and politicals are saying this. And sometimes prophets seem to say different things about Taiwan. So I want people to really listen to the revelation. You, you come into a thing without a lot of opinions. We just talked about that a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. So when you say this, I think people should really listen because this is what God's saying about Taiwan. So listen, listen really closely on this. Yeah. Yeah. So for a few days, Steve, uh, you know, something, you know, I, I just hear this whisper, uh, you know, the Lord whispering, Taiwan, Taiwan. And uh, and so as I pressed it, you know, okay, Lord, what do you, you know, what do you got about Taiwan? And so, you know, I was having, you know, a bit of soaking in prayer. And the Lord took me into the spirit over Taiwan. And so there I was. And I could see, Steve, there were millions of angels over Taiwan, and they had it surrounded from the air. Now, they had their backs to Taiwan. You know, they were circled around and in a posture of defense, you know, the way they stood. And now, even though they were in a posture of defense, given the word, they were on guard and they were ready to go into the offense position to defend the nation and to ward it off. Uh, as soon as they were called and released to do so. So as I was in the spirit and I'm looking around and you know, I'm looking over, over, you know, Taiwan, I see from the north, northeast, I, there was more to the north, but, you know, from the northeast, uh, there was a military movement approaching. And as I was able, the Lord let me draw closer and and you know get a closer look at that and i could see that there were uh you know the the, the communist uh party of china there were fighter jets and there were naval fleets that were approaching now this was the biggest drill yet and it was on a scale that was bigger than anything that they had ever done before and the level of intimidation was higher than it had ever been before. The, the situation was tinder dry, and it would not take much to, to light it up. And it you was, did say, and you did say the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, where it was their fighter jets yes. uh, and their naval fleet, and it, and it was a drill still, but it was yes. a drill to intimidate. It sounds like yes, yes. Okay. So, I was taken then in the spirit into a high-level meeting room in China. And now this was a war room. You know, this was strategic planning and a briefing room. And there were officials gathered around, and they were looking over a map of Taiwan. And they clearly had plans to roll out in due time. Now, I saw in the corner of the room there were some American operatives there. And now they were men dressed in black, but they had these lanyards on, you know, these special uh, identification. And they were, they were bright blue and they had Biden tagged on each one. And it was more than apparent that the Biden administration of deep state had participated in the plans that were unfolding wow. now they were playing both sides of the table but they were going to get caught 
Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. So I was taken into the spirit again. And the next thing I know, I'm in the Taiwan president's office. She's at her desk and she's got, you know, she's on a, a call with President Trump. Oh. And, and Steve, the, the level of honor and mutual respect and the depth of that relationship, to me, it was like astounding. It was very beautiful. So her, mm-hmm. her office, you know, she had several high-level officials, you know, gathered around her during the call. And President Trump, I could hear him talk to her and he reassured her that he was behind her and in support of the position that they held and that he would do all that he could to protect them from the CCP who had intentions of starting something that would quickly go very big. So, So I go from that And the Lord took me in the spirit again. And the next thing, I'm in a Taiwan military base. Now, there was a a prayer gathering of these military brothers and sisters. And they they, they were praying. They were on their their faces. They were on their knees. They were praying and they were crying out to God. And I mean, these intercessors, it was like they were on shift work around the clock, interceding for Taiwan and the protection and destiny of the nation. You know, some would leave and others would come and and it it never really stopped. It just, you know, people came and went kind of changing positions. So there was a, there was wailing and there was an intensity Mm. of intercession, you know, and birthing, you know, and just a spiritual authority that was in that room. And with, you know, alignment with what the father was doing and what he was leading them into. So, once again, you know, I'm watching this unfold. Boom, again, I'm taken by the Spirit into a gathering of Taiwanese generals. Okay. Now, they were in these white, crisp uniforms. You know, I mean, not a thing out of place. And uh, they were gathered around this table in unity. Now, they seemed to be like they were in a high tower in an office building, in a briefing strategy room, looking out over the capital city and nation. Now, they knew the weight and the responsibility that they had been entrusted with in this day. I mean, they were men and women of God. You know, these these were powerful remnant believers who were very gifted and called to lead Taiwan in this hour. They prayed and they strategized. They strategized and they prayed. And every decision and every move that they made, they made as they walked with God and the leading of his spirit. So again, boom, I was taken into the spirit over Taiwan again. And I saw this, uh, it looked like a golden cloud, like a mist. Oh, coming, you know, from the throne room, uh, and I watched it come down, and it created like a dome, like a golden bubble over the nation, and Taiwan was covered by the Lord, uh, and it was plain to see. Now, I watched this bubble, you know, take its form, and then it began to pulse like a heart, and with each heart wave, there was a wave after wave after wave that was released from Taiwan. And these golden waves, actually I saw them encircle the globe. I mean, I watched, I take, you know, I was taking, I watched families hold one another. I mean, they were crying, they were dancing, they were in celebration of the goodness and the salvation of God. And it did not seem to matter what was going on around them. They were satisfied in the presence and the care of the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. And they rejoiced with him. And, and in him through every hour. 
And then the Lord spoke to me. He gave me this word. He said, Barry, tell my people that I'm their fortress and I'm their shield. I am their protector and deliverer. I am their everlasting strength in times of trouble. Taiwan, you're mine. I will not forsake you. I will not let you go. Taiwan, you are being used by my mighty hand in this hour. There is no way around it. Taiwan, you will sound the alarm and you will blow the trumpet and you will wake up the nations. Oh, Taiwan, you are a catalyst in this hour and the nations are watching your every move. So um. Taiwan, my strong and resilient daughter, you've endured much and you've grown strong in my spirit. There shall be nothing that you fear. There shall be nothing that you cannot overcome in me and by my spirit. Taiwan, you shall expose more than you're aware. Those who have worked against you have spoken with a forked tongue and have betrayed you and all shall be brought fully to justice. My justice. So Taiwan, you have my favor upon you in this hour. As you stand with me and call their bluff, I will be with you. For they're moving at an accelerated place. For they have nothing to lose. For they know the days are short. So Taiwan, 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 prepare ye the way of the Lord. Oh, oh, and holy, holy is the word of the Lord. Wow, wow. Barry, this is the first time I've heard a word oh. of this caliber uh, related to Taiwan, um, showing God's heart toward her. I guess we would call her the nation. Um, and wow, you know, because in the natural, I've heard about, well, some patients say, well, there's bio labs that shouldn't be there, and they want to go in there and clean those out, and that's what China has in mind. And supposedly other people will say, yes, that's, that's true. There's illegal things, but this is from the Lord. And I don't know if he's addressing or not addressing illegal bio labs, but he's saying his heart is with Taiwan. Yes. You know, kind of like deal with it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, when I was in that place and, uh, and just even though things, you know, in the natural, you know, appeared like they were outgunned, outnumbered, out everything. Yeah. The, the favor and the, the grace that was upon these leaders and upon these ones. I mean, they, they were steadfast. Wow. They were not shaken. They were not, I mean, they didn't look, you know, into the heavens and see the Lord wringing his hands. You know, what am I going to do now? Like, like they had a confidence in what they were going to step into and what they were standing for. So good. You and, know, I had um, in the, in the natural, I had a favorite uncle is actually named after my, my brother's named after him is my uncle Warren. And he was killed as a missionary in Taiwan. And oh. so he shed his blood for that country. He was really, it was a freak accident uh, where he, a, a boulder came down off the mountain. He was trying to help direct traffic in a rainstorm and just being a kind person. And the boulder came down and hit him and swept him into the river. They didn't find him for a couple of days. Uh, so I've always had a, a special place in my heart for Taiwan, only because that's where my uncle, g you know, gave his life to attempt to bring the gospel to that uh, nation. Wow. So um, when I usually my ears perk up when it comes to that nation. Well, and you know the other thing, and then this, I, you know, I don't know where I heard it, but we were at one of the gatherings, and uh, someone said that the, the that the door is in the floor. And when we go low, yeah. and we go low with the Lord, and we lay prostrate, and we seek him, and we lay our lives down in the midst of the battle, it's in that low, laid-down place that we think, see things supernaturally start to open up and give us a way to move, and, and that the supernatural starts to, to take place. And, and what I saw as I came into that one room, and, 
and you've got hundreds of these these dear saints and they're on their face and they're and they're on their knees and they're crying out to the father for their nation and for for the lives of of you know their their brothers and sisters there oh my um, now now to, to clarify you've never been to taiwan yourself right no, so God was, this is all by the spirit. He showed you these believers and their posture before God. Yeah. Very good. Very powerful. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I don't think that, uh, you know, we're going to have some surprises, I think, come out of there. Was there a, um, I mean, usually you tell what you tell because you have what you have. So, I mean, I'm just, just out of curiosity. Was there a, an implied warning to the CCP? Watch what you're doing. Uh, this this is not going to turn out well for you, or was it more? I'm just showing you where my heart is for Taiwan. What 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 were your thoughts on that? My my impression was that the CCP were unaware of who they were up against. Okay, that's huge right there. And uh, you know they were just going about their business, and and I believe as you know moves are made there, they're going to come into something they weren't expecting, and. Uh, and it's a favor in the goodness of the Lord. Wow. Oh, so that's uh, that's my sense. Yeah. 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 It almost reminds there's a, you know, the place in scripture where God says to one nation, I think it's Gog or Magog, I'll put a hook in uh, your jaw and drag you down against my nation, and then watch what it'll do to you. And, you know, I wonder if this is some of that. Like, you know, I may be putting a hook in your jaw. This is me talking now. Uh, drawing you down against my nation, and now you're going to be sorry you did that, you know. So I don't know. This is just my thoughts out loud. So and now, now this is something. I'm not saying this is thus says the Lord. I'm not saying this, but something that crossed my mind as I was, you know, praying and looking at this is there are times where God will use us as bait to draw out an enemy to take him out. And I know, in, and I, I know in our life, you know, we've experienced some of that, and it's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah and yet and yet the lord will use that and yeah. I, was, hmm, I wonder you know if taiwan is maybe being used as a bit of bait here yeah <laughs> that's what that's what it feels like to me because if if the if the, the entire island is it's an island nation but i i think i understood i was hearing something the other day that it's one of the it's one of the largest islands on the face of the earth if that if i heard that correctly so it's an yeah. island it's a massive island uh if i'm correct on that and so but you're seeing them surrounded the whole island surrounded by the angelic hosts and their backs are to the island they're facing out towards the enemies yeah. of taiwan so i wouldn't want to mess with taiwan at this point so does anything how would you say this barry and this is just maybe your opinion when god gives a word like that or how he feels about Taiwan, is he necessarily saying, "Look, Taiwan, everything is right with you. That's why I'm with you," or what? What would what would be your editorial? Just your own thoughts on that. Yeah, Steve. You know what? Uh, you know my thoughts are that the Father is not limited to to nations or or people that are living a good life or that have got their house okay. in order. Okay. You know, you know what through through history you look at david you look at moses you, you look at different different ones and you know what they didn't have an absolute clean slate yeah you know? and, and yet by the goodness and the grace of god you know he came and he used these ones yeah and, uh, and so you know what uh, and the lord can save by many or he can save by, by few, few. <laughs> and uh, you know how many does it take to turn a nation i mean when you've yeah. got when you got intercessors and and to get them down to business, you know, I mean that that to have favor with God in that place, yeah, far greater than to have the greatest military assets. Well, you know, when you look at it, uh, speaking on an individual basis, we know God is like that because we know the conditions we were many times of our life when God showed us great favor and blessings, and we knew that we knew that we knew we didn't deserve that based on a place we were at that point, but God should. So if he will do that with individuals, he will do with that, that with nations. He's not saying they're necessarily that Taiwan is just walking the straight and narrow with God. Although for by, if, if he has 7,000, if he has 10, according to Abraham, righteous, he would save a nation. Yes. So, and, the, and that's what your picture was is showing the, the, the righteous Taiwanese people 
yeah. prostrate before God, and God says, "I'll, I'll, I'll see that, and I'll raise you." The protection yeah. of the whole island now. Yeah. So that's amazing stuff. So. Yeah, that's right. Well, let's see. Did you want to share any uh, Canadian updates before we pray? You know, you know, Steve, I got a couple. Uh, okay. That, you know, if you're able to share. Yeah. Is, when we're down east, uh, you know, and we're in that worship gathering in Woodstock, uh, you know, one of the brothers was walking around, what's the Lord giving you? You know, they're trying to discern, you know, amongst the leaders, you know, what the Lord might be doing in the meeting. And uh, so I shared with a little bit about the foundations and what I got on the Freemasonry stuff. Yeah. Anyway, he says, wow. He said, that's interesting. There's a judge, a huge Canadian human rights judge who is sitting a couple seats over from me. And he said, she's actually getting the same thing. But, but this dear, this precious woman, you know, she is in fact a, a, a judge, you know, here in Canada. And she sat on her knees through a lot of the worship and through a lot of really? gathering. And she had her gavel. Really? And as we're worshiping, she's hitting the ground. Oh, oh my goodness. He's hitting the ground. Like we have that kind of equity in the room. That's and, huge. Uh, anyway, she shared a testimony uh, that by the grace of God, and I mean, she's a, she, I mean, just a precious woman. And, uh, she shared a testimony how God led her in a in a in a case in Canada, which she was involved with and overseeing, and it was a suit uh, regarding the First Nations and a settlement of the First Nations people of Canada. And I think they'd come initially with a, an offer to them of twenty billion dollars. That's bill, you know, billion with a B. Wow. And she said, no, no. And she actually kind of refused it. She kicked it back. And she said, you know what? I did. That's not even close. They came back. Long story short, she won the case. And there was, I believe it was, the number was $43 billion. <clears throat> I believe it was the, the largest settlement in Canadian history. Really? And this is on behalf of the First Nations in, in Canada? Yes. And... Uh, and you know she gives the glory to one, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. What a righteous judge! Oh my goodness! When how how few of these stories do we hear? My goodness! And so you know Canadians need, and I mean you need to know that there are righteous yeah and and officials that are out there, and you know we need to pray that many more get raised up. But I was you know I was so encouraged by that and the humility, uh, and in fact I believe she's from Quebec. And we're actually going to be doing another national gathering in Quebec for Canada Day. Believe it or not, these crazy intercessors are going in for 21 days doing a, a prayer strike every day. I mean, it's like a Father Nash. Uh, they go onto the land and they go in and they start to pray and before the event comes. So we're going to be doing a 10-day event uh, in Quebec. <clears throat> it is going to be very important for Canada in bringing healing and, and bringing unity for what we're, you know, is happening here right now. And uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm really, you know, looking forward to it. I, I think it's a real important one. Uh, the other thing that's a real answer to prayer is that uh, Trudeau, you know, our prime minister, there's a Trudeau foundation that his father had started. And his complete board of directors resigned this week. <laughs> because there's been exposure from CCP donations into that party. And basically, you know, the, the corruption that has happened but and the influence that China has had within our elections. And so here is this thing has been brought to light and we're looking for answers. The whole board basically resigns. <laughs> so, so that's very encouraging. Uh, yeah. You know, that the Lord is starting to cut, you know, some trim, prune some of these things off. Yeah. Oh, so, so that's, uh, that's, you know, really good. Really, really good. So, well, let's pray. Uh, I know, let's see if God will give you anything or maybe uh, you know, whatever or nothing. It depends on what he does. I have one word of knowledge I'm going to give when we pray, but uh, let's just go in a prayer and see if God will give you anything. Barry. And if not, I'll share this one word and, 
Thank you, Lord. Okay, yes, Lord. Lord, I just pray, Father, for uh, for those that are watching, Father, that may have uh, been involved with or still may be involved with the Masonic within yeah. Canada nations, whether they're members, past members, current or past. And, and I also pray for victims, Lord. Yeah, have been, you know, uh, hurt and abused and 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 just at the hands mm -hmm. of things. Lord, I ask, Father, that your fire would fall hey, upon each of these ones, mm -hmm. and Lord, you would bring them into a place of healing and deliverance and authority. Lord, a re restoration, Father, they would be able to come. They would be come deliverers. Hey, that they would become healers, Father, for others that have come out of these places. Lord, I know that it can be a complicated deal, and it's not always just a one-and-done kind of deal when you're walking through this level of things. So, Lord, I ask, Lord, that you'd raise up those within your body, Father, that have got the authority in the heart to be able to bring uh, these ones, Lord, into fullness, Father, within you. Lord, I just, I also, Lord, I pray that you would come. And, Lord, I pray for the prodigals, Father, that, well, there's so many, Lord, that have got sons and daughters and brothers and sisters and different ones, Lord, that have kind of been maybe hurt by the by the body and they've yeah. Lord, they've retreated into places, Lord, on their own, trying to figure things out. But Lord, I, I just pray, Father, that you would just open the doors mm. and open the hearts of your people, Father, to embrace and to love the prodigals back into life <laughs> and into their place. And Father, those that are displaced at this moment that don't have a place, they don't have a tribe, they, they don't have the environment, Father, where they can grow. Lord, we talk about the good seed and the good soil and good environment. Lord, I pray that you would raise up Davidic places of worship hey, within our nations, Father, that would host you and host your presence. Father, we could get done mm. what we do. So, Lord, I pray you'd come. Father, thank you for your goodness, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. I have this word of knowledge that it came uh, to me a couple nights ago. It's not that common. I was in the middle of the night, kind of frustrated. I couldn't sleep. I spent a couple of almost sleepless nights. And so when given nothing else to do, I decided to pray. And I did that for a long time. And as I was wrapping up, all of a sudden, as clear as a bell, this first and last name came to me out of nowhere. And a last name I'd never heard of before. Uh, so listen for those of you, because you may know this person, and uh, she may not be watching, but you can get a hold of her. Um, the name that came across was Wendy Cram, C-R-A-M-M. -M. I'd never heard of that last name. I've since looked it up that the name does exist, you know. But it's, I saw it in the spirit, C-R-A-M-M, -M, Wendy Cram, and then there was a, an identifier, um, and that was dry, the, the word driver. And I knew that that she was a driver for something someone uh, she did this. So that's the identifying mark of Wendy Cram. It's an unusual last name, at least to me. And then that, you're a driver. The Lord's got this word for you that you've cried out many times in your heart. Maybe maybe, maybe you were crying out that night and saying, does God even know I exist? Does he even care? Does, does I, he never says anything. He never talks to me. He never does anything for me. And the Lord's saying to you, I just woke Steve, kept Steve Schultz awake so I could give him your name to prove to you that I hear you. I see you. And the Lord's word to you is if you'll just make the Jesus not just your Savior, but your Lord. In other words, he kind of, he kind of, he manages your life for you. He's the Lord of your life. The Lord says, just watch what I'm going to do with your life. The last, the second part of your life is going to be incredibly happy and joyous and restorative and redemptive to, from some of the pain you've been through. So if some of you know a Wendy Cram, maybe let, let her listen to this. And uh, that was a very, very specific name in the middle of the night. So um, I know that someone's, uh, someone, that Wendy, you're supposed to hear that. So. Thank you, Lord. Good stuff, Barry. Barry, thank you so much. It's, uh, uh, anything else you want to tell us, uh, how people get a hold of you, anything? Oh, well, thank you, Steve, again. It's just an honor uh, to be with, with you. And uh, the easiest way, I guess, I'm on uh, Facebook as the Canadian Hammer. Okay. Uh, also on Telegram as the Canadian Hammer. And uh, really, those are the, the two main ways and places to, to follow me and, and keep up with things. 
Good. Okay. Good, good, good. So, well, we're going to continue to bring you on. You're getting a lot of high-level revelation, that's for sure. We a lot of times have to go through it and make sure we feel like we can say it's not that we, we, we never question the revelation, but we go, are, are we safe to say that? So we hope we didn't go too far, but uh, I, I trust the revelation. I'm telling you that, um, uh, yeah, this will this will go far and wide. I'm sure this word will. Well, thank you, everybody. Reminder that Robin Bullock will be with us on Monday, and then Johnny Enlow will be with us on Tuesday. So it's going to be a, an explosive start to next week. It's going to be really, really good. So. Stay in touch. We thank you again for your donations to this ministry. As you can see, we take those donations very seriously and we sow them into the kingdom uh, constantly. So God bless you, everyone. Thanks again, Barry. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.